Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 325, episode 4 of Der Daily Zeitgeist, yeah! a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, yeah. and it is Thursday, February 15th, mm-hmm. 2024. Yep, yep. Big it's, day. It's it national, is. National Wisconsin Day. It's also National okay. Gumdrop Day. And it's also, this is a very weird, Singles Awareness Day. I'm, I refuse to be aware of singles at That's all. Just, at all. It's a wild, like the whole thing's about like single people. Let me just read this thing that it says. There are several benefits to being unattached. Singles can come and go as they please with no regard for to a partner's schedules, wants, or needs. Career opportunity? A single doesn't need to consult a spouse before accepting an offer. It's also easier for a single to keep up healthy habits. There isn't anyone to sabotage their efforts to work out and eat healthily. It's a very interesting like a, take yeah. on it. <laughs> I do remember, and this might have been bullshit, like there was a lot of data from that. uh, Remember that there was that website for people who wanted to cheat on their spouse and they came out with data and they were like, our most popular day is the day after Valentine's Day because people are disappointed by whatever they didn't get. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, empower yourself. Empower yourself. There you go. Be Be aware of your potential to be a single. Mm-hmm. Crap, I mean, but also or but February 13th is na- is National Side Piece Day. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. No one talks Gotta take care that. of them real quick. Yeah, side piece awareness. Side, we're side raising awareness, awareness day. around the side piece. I mean, I've accidentally been a side piece. And once I found out, please know that that man had a bad day. Right. <laughs> How, did you but find yeah. out one of those ways where, like, the you know the fantastic way where someone rolls up like in the middle of something so you, you get a text you get a dm how did you or how did you put it together oh she called me oh okay okay yeah, and yeah, i was yeah. like first of all she, <laughs> i said sis this this, this. <laughs> you mad at the wrong person right yeah <laughs> she's like and as a woman stop it stop right it. as right. a woman woman to woman bullshit we need to cut this the fuck out <laughs> bitch i don't know you I owe you nothing. Right, right. As a woman you, who you, you don't know at all. Right, <laughs> woman to woman. No, there's no loyalty here. Yeah. I'm not in a relationship with you. If I had right. known he was in a relationship, I would not have talked to him. Yeah. Right. Now, other times I dealt with men who were in relationships. Yes. And I made that and I made the decision on my own. Right. But the time there are also times that I did not do it. And most of the men I've dealt with in my life have not been in relationships. And the times that I was not trying to be a side piece is when some girl called me. Right. Upset. Sometimes I'll be crying on the phone. I'm like, hey, 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 hey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I'm not the manager. Yeah. I don't know you. (laughs) 
also break up with this dude. Right. Not yeah. for my benefit, for yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you want me to break up from... Girl, listen, he already cheated on you with me. I don't want to talk to him because I know he'll cheat on me with someone else. Right, right. right. Exactly. Also, don't that, that the thing is like, because people were talking about like Alicia Keys, the halftime show, and it's just like, oh, her voice is a comeback since she stole that woman's husband. Let me tell you something. <laughs> this is Little Mermaid? What the <laughs> fuck are they talking I mean, about? It's really just someone was like the Ursula of it all. Here's yeah. the thing. The whole thing of like she stole that woman's husband, what that does is it takes all of the uh, responsibility away from the man. Yeah. Yep. He is married to somebody. Right. She is not. Yeah. If he doesn't tell her, fine. Even if he does tell, if I, okay, he tells her, she's like, fine, I don't have a problem with that. You can't make a man stay that want to leave. You can't make a man leave that want to stay. It's a mm-hmm. known fact. Yeah. Right. So she did not steal Swiss Beats from nobody. Right. Swiss Beats left his wife. Right. Yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the accurate description. That's yeah. the action. Yeah. If someone steps out in their marriage, it's because they stepped out in their marriage. Another person did not pop up and go, Hey, look at these ankles. Come on. <laughs> so the ankles is what right. got him. I'm truly at the ankles and the fault. wrists. That's yeah. why they make yeah. us cover them. That's because right, the ankle yeah. and the wrist, the shoulders, believe me, in high school, I was like, why are my shoulders covered? Who gives a shit? Right. And then I have heard men talk about shoulders and I was like, oh, I didn't know. Yeah. But yeah, that whole concept is stupid. Yeah. But right. hi, I'm here. I'm Dulce. <laughs> here. Yeah. We, we do have to introduce everyone, all yeah. three of us, because yeah. our listeners have no idea who's talking right now. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. And I don't ever want to take my Baja Blast with cream, Mm-mm. make it a sorbet, <laughs> or just please miss me. That is courtesy of E. Seagerful on the Discord, 1229. Shout out to you. Shout out to Taco Bell trying to drop a Baja Blast ice cream that is cream-based. It's not a sorbet. It's a cream-based Baja Blast. Baja Blast is not one of the beverages that I can conceive of being good in a creamy state. Nah. Miles, nah. we did not get your opinion on that, but... It's okay. I'd, it's better you don't, man. I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to... It's like to Gatorade. To me. Like, it's like trying to be like, uh, do you like your Gatorade with cream? Like, no. No. What? This is refreshing. with that. Hmm. Baja Blast is, like, Baja Blast gives me the feeling of, like, going down a water slide. Like it's refreshing. I don't. I don't want it creamed <laughs> up. Need milk personally. in that process. Yeah. I get it. It's Hurt. like, well, have you ever had a frosted lemonade from Chick Fil A? No, I I've always had uh, sweet tea when I'm there. So a frosted lemonade from Chick Fil A is basically a lemonade with soft serve ice cream in it. Uh, and how is oh. it? Delicious. Really? Yeah. Well, then I can. I mean, refreshing. I can see that's like a cream sickle type thing, except with like right. lemon instead of so orange. Right. Yeah, because yeah. I enjoy a Baja Blast. So this is all you have to do is you truly take a Baja Blast, and you could do the ice cream. Take the carbonation out, reduce it to a syrup. You flavored your ice cream. I think the wow. problem you have is carbonation. Mm. It might be carbonate. I mean, I like a Coke float, a root beer float. Like so I then like. There's, so all of this. Also, all of this is. I've had a Coke float, a root beer float, a cheer wine float. Cheer wine's amazing. Yeah. All they have to do instead of making this an ice cream, make this make a, a float, float situation. Yeah. I've done a yeah. Sprite float. It's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. So ginger ale as, float too. I love a see, ginger ale float. Yeah. If they do a float as opposed to a true true ice cream, you're fine. Yeah. For some reason, I my brain and I I acknowledge I'm wrong here. But my brain has trouble crossing the barrier into float if it's not a brown liquid for some reason. Mm. Like Coke and root beer make sense to me. I guess orange, I would, I could fuck with orange because of cream Just try it. Yeah. Just try it. Just try it. I don't know. I I just, I need to get more comfortable. Go ginger ale. You know, that's a step down. Yeah. At least yeah, I mean, ginger ale seems wild to me. Ginger ale is medicine, so I don't understand. How <laughs> that's how, well, that's how, I, straight up. how I took my medicine with yeah. ice cream. It probably that negates doesn't... the me- medical benefits. <laughs> I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Oh, yes, it's the heartbroken Miles Gray, a.k.a. Now that a fling is over, you got time, time to eat your burrito. (laughs) Stop crying, stop crying, stop crying. Welcome to Oyster's Diner. We got ube shakes and fries for your sorrow. Stop crying, stop crying, stop crying. And that's a reference to me getting dumped at Chipotle and Oyster. Thank you for taking my romantic L's and putting them in song form, Salvador (laughs) Jolly. Appreciate that. 
I don't think I've listened to this podcast in a while. I don't know what the singing is. I, <laughs> yeah. it's been, I mean, it's been almost four years, I think, since the last time you were on. That must have been what happened, yeah, y'all. Yeah, um, yeah really we've lost now. Gotten into your back, really hit your comfort level, really just in <laughs> yeah. your grunge era. Yeah, right giving enough. us 90s realness. Exactly. But I, I applaud you. A lot you. of yarling now. Thank you. I don't even know what that word is. I, I know what yingling is. I don't know what yarling is. <laughs> That's like when, they, like, it's like Pearl Jam. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that shit oh. from the 90s. Like how people say. Oh, like in a the Nickelback 90s. situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Real Mad TV making yeah. fun of them going, you sound like me. I get it. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <don't> forget me. <laughs> Well, Miles, we are thrilled, blessed to be joined in our third seat by a hilarious comedian, actress, correspondent for The Daily Show, and now author. You've seen her on The Great American Joke Off, heard her voice on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, and as Honey Bee in the Fox animated sitcom The Great North. Mm -hmm. And now you can read her words in her new book, Hello, Friends. Stories of Dating, Destiny, and Day Jobs. Uh, she's currently on tour with the book. Uh, might be coming to a stand-up comedy theater near you. Yeah, yeah. Please yeah. welcome back to the show, Dulce Slay! Dulce! Bow, 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 bow. We did it. We did there we it. Are. I'm here. You are here. How is it, how's, how's book tour life? It's simultaneous with the stand-up. So. Right. Yeah. Does, does that make it... Arling- like more, does it make it easier? Is it more stressful to do kind of both, or how? how like no, because like I'll have like press during the day and then shows at night, or like right. a book signing. I get a book signing in Arlington, Virginia, last Saturday. So it's really just, it's just doing all. It's doing like multiple things at once. So like once I'm in a city, like let's let's hit this, and so it's actually just capitalizing on the dates that I already have. Right, mm. and so it's saying to people like while I'm doing a show, like hey, I've got a book signing on Saturday. Or if I'm at the book side and be like, hey, I have a I show tonight. Show. Right, so right, right. they've kind of been helping each other, which is yeah. what the goal is. Oh, dope. How much longer are you doing it for? Probably in the March. I mean, I have stand-up dates going into, you know, all year. Right, right, right. Um, But the crazy thing is, it's like you can't get as many. Because like when the strike hit. Right. Anybody that could tell a joke. Because we didn't know how long the strike was going to last. So anybody that could tell a joke. Yeah. In any form or fashion got all these club dates everybody got all these club dates because nobody was working right and so right. now you're just like i'm just i'm just trying to get some dates, trying right. to get some dates. <laughs> and so but like now stuff is back because i was talking to my uh to a comic that i know and he was like man i booked all the stand-up while the strike was happening <laughs> and now we're back and i'm just exhausted and i don't want to do these dates but i gotta oh, do these right. dates because i put because i already booked all this stuff yeah. and how long the strike was gonna last and it's just like well dang it yeah. yeah, stress well, plus dang it. Book. Yeah. yeah, so now I'm just trying to get these dates that people are going to start canceling because their uh, yeah. schedules are overrun. But right. you know, it's um, it's good. I'm excited. the cl- The book has been interesting to see the reception that people have for it. It's been really good to talk about it. And um, writing a book is hard, and my manager conned me into it, and so now I have to sell it. <laughs> as it happens, as it happens. Yeah. How long did sure. it take you to write the book? Couple days, it takes like, a couple days, couple. It takes like a year. Jesus, it takes oh, like a God. year. And even though, and I, um, my manager tricked me. Uh, <laughs> Consistent truly, with this one, truly tricked me. Wait, um, in what way? Be like, it'll be easy. You know, it's just it'll probably take like two weeks. No, he was like, "Hey, what if you wrote a book?" And I was like, "That sounds very hard. No, thank you." <laughs> easy. And he's like, "Well, I said I don't think anybody wants to read a book for me. I'm not just what are we talking about." He's like, let's just have a meeting. Let's just take a meeting and see what happens. And I was like, okay. Right. And then I took a meeting and then I took three more meetings. And he was like, congratulations, you sold a book. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, <laughs> they're going to give you money. Now you have to write a book. I was like, yo, this mother. <laughs> <sighs> like, I thought we were just talking to those people. I that thought was we were just talking to these people. Yeah. Like, just saying like, hey, girl, how you doing? Yeah. They're like, you sold then, it in the room. <laughs> and then apparently the book got sold. And so now I had to write and escape a book. So, but when they give you money, you have to do stuff. I don't know if you've heard of jobs. No, but yeah, that's the hard thing about it. Don't approve. Don't approve at all. Don't. Who invented this? Who invented money? The bastard. But yeah, so he tricked me, and then people bought it, and so then I had to write a whole book, and I started the process by asking Michelle Buteau, who wrote a book, how in the hell do you do this? And she recommended. She was like, "Well, just start with stories that are too long for you to tell on stage," Mm. and I started from there, and then I filled in like. 
you know, stories from growing up and like being at Daily Show and like stand up and, right. you know, he was running, he used to do summer sock theater. So I started from there and then filled in stories from my life. Okay. Nice. So that easy enough. Great. Easy, enough. Uh, easy enough. Everybody needs to go Thank out, you. get it, make Dulce and her manager some money yeah, yeah. off this deal. Listen, I'm just trying to make sure my mother never works at Amazon. Again, there you go. Really. There you go. That's the goal. Trying to keep my mother off Avoiding these Jeff Bezos streets. Yeah. yeah. Listen, just trying to keep her honest and off these no man and just <laughs> off these Bezos streets. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dulce, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. Okay. First, uh, a couple of things we're talking about. We're going to check in with evangelicals, see what they were up to during the Super Bowl. I mean, it was a big day for Jesus. The yeah. Super Bowl ads were all over the place, and they had some parallel programming happening. They had yeah. like the puppy bowl for the real hardcore evangelicals. Before we get to any of that, Dulce, we do like mm. to ask our guest, what is something from your search history? Nine foot Christmas tree storage tote. Oh, okay. Nine foot. Yeah. That's that's a big I got a six footer like a like a artificial one. I don't have I just keep putting in the same box that is starting to fall apart. I probably need to look into a tote now. Actually, now that I think about this. Well, I'm going to put it. Well, they have like storage bags you can put them in and they have the storage totes because like it's going to go in the shed. So I was right. like, you can't put it in the box. Right. Because a torrential downpour the other day, the box will just melt it even yeah, though it's yeah. inside the shed. So the moisture in the air. So, yeah, that's what I'm looking for is a way to because the Christmas tree is still in the living room. Yeah, it's yeah. In, it's taken it apart. Be. Right. But, what's but your yeah. what's the limit in. for you? Well, how long does a Christmas how what's the earliest it goes up and what's the latest it, it stays up? Well, we put it up um we put it up like in December. But my mother was like, next year we should put it up on Thanksgiving, which I'm fine with that. Yeah. But we were well into January before we took that tree down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I took Just mine. We didn't have the time. For whatever reason, I felt like when MLK Day came, I was like, it can't be up for MLK Day. That was like, that's what I gave myself as a soft deadline. I was like, once another holiday hits, that's fine. I feel like into early January, you're good. You're good. But mid to late. I approved that message. But like once we were hit, we were, I think we were hitting like mid-January. And I was just like, this is. No. <laughs> yeah. Like it, this it is, is not wild. sparking joy. <laughs> this is not. I mean, I don't <laughs> know what we're doing, joy. but we're doing it. Yeah, yeah. This is not. Yeah, I have crazy loyalty to certain. I think I think it is like the big boxes, like boxes that store big items. Like I have that twelve foot witch Halloween decoration, and I'm still fucking like you know, two and a half seasons in, I'm still fucking with the original box, and it is tatters. Yeah, it yeah, is, it's not yeah. even functioning. My anymore. question is: Is the box in? Would would the box be exposed to the elements? Uh, it was last year, and then now I just have it in a room that we don't go into that much because I want to protect the box more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> just like this box is really like, a good box. I'm, I've seen I'm better very, days. I understand that. Um, I am a also a box person. Like my friend, because like when I get like an eyeshadow palette, I'll yeah. keep it in the original box. Yeah. Um, or the original container was also like these. This ain't wet and wild makeup. You know what I mean? Like this <laughs> right, is right, like right. this isn't a cheap. So like. When like when I got my like first like first couple daily show checks like my really like grown up checks I was like I'm gonna get myself like some nice makeup and I got like a Pat McGrath eyeshadow palette it was like a hundred and twenty five dollars and it's amazing this makeup's gonna be passed on to my children's children but <laughs> I won't take it on the road with me oh because oh, it's a hundred and twenty five dollars so it sits yeah. in my house but right. I'm not somebody that wears makeup every day sure so when I do wear it I'm like let me go pop grab this pat mcgrath but it's in the box all of my makeup is in the box yeah yeah everything stays in the box because it's just like that's how i got it like we'll yeah. keep a tv box my mother's making me keep a tv box from one of these tvs she's got printer boxes like i'm in my craft room right now and there's like boxes from different printers that she has you're like well if you got the box you can put it back in the box also, yeah. I printer boxer is definitely less printer box <laughs> for printer no box reason stays yeah. with the family till <laughs> I mean, even if Jesus did come back, you still yeah. pass that. I mean, you bequeathing it to my children. Yeah, right. absolutely. Why did I even have these kids if I'm not going to give them this box? <laughs> this box, printer box. Yeah, this is an Epson laser printer. You should like this. This is the first I'm one I'm truly looking at an Epson inkjet right in front of my face. No, I know. It's like my mom is the same way. Like she, I think it's like also this thing is like if if it costs a certain amount, it's like well, don't throw that box out. Like if it's right, if it's like north of like packaging, if it's like north of 150 dollars. 
And I and I think I've also adapted this habit from my mom too. I mean, like, well, you know, that's like shit was like 150 bucks. Like, you might you might want to put it back in the box for some reason. Cut to well, the TV in my living room is like a close to 70 inch TV. So it's like I have to get this box out of here. Yeah, that box should be paying fucking rent. Right, the box is 74 inches wide. No, no, no. You have to leave. You have to go home. Like you have to go back to the earth from whence you came. You just can't be in my house. (laughs) Yeah. No, the box needs to pay. Uh, the box needs to pay rent. If it's that big, you have to get out of here. Absolutely. But there's another TV box that my mom will not let me get rid of, and so it's just in my crawl space for absolutely no reason. <laughs> just because. Just because I don't have to hear her go. So you're not gonna keep the box? No, all the TVs are strapped to the wall. No, you're keeping the box. For yeah. what? What if you move? Then I'll find a way to package it safely. I don't need that's the always box. the question. They what sell about the other move? boxes. Yeah, yeah. She's like, "Well, what about what if you move?" I said, "Then what about all the other TVs?" Yeah, right. We'll be there's okay. three TVs upstairs. There's two TVs in her house. There's a TV in the living room. There's a TV in my brother's. House. We got one box. We have 147 TVs. <laughs> right, <laughs> can't fit them all in there. Are we all going to just strap them together? Maybe just tie a rope? I don't know. Yeah. I was like, I I have to get out of this mindset. Like, these boxes have to get thrown away. Right. Well, secretly, secretly, you know? Secretly. I mean, I'm just waiting for the day that she's out. Because I know I tried to throw it away last time, and she was just like, what you doing with the box? Yeah. (laughs) She probably heard you. She's like, you're not messing with my box, right? Right. (laughs) It's in my crawl space. I want to get out of here. I'm trying to put the Christmas stuff away. But have to smuggle it out in small pieces like Andy Dufresne and Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Dropping little pieces of the box from your pant leg. Yeah. I'm going to walk the dog. Yeah. Just, just dissolve it with water. With just a handful yeah. of box. <laughs> just little box strips. Uh, yeah. That's hilarious. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where... First-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. 
join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back. And Dulce Sloan, we do like to also ask our guests, what is something you think is overrated? Taylor Swift. <gasps> mm. She's just white. <laughs> and uh that's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. What do you think of the Republican sort of like hysteria over how they're like, she's gonna swing the election? They need honestly thank you for getting the heat off of black people, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Run it. Because this is what you do now. If Kansas City would have lost the Super Bowl, it would have been her fault. Yes. But right. they won and it's Travis Kelsey. So right. she doesn't get the push. She doesn't get the benefit of them winning, but she would have caught all the heat if they lost. Right. Yeah. And that's not fair. Yeah. I'm not a fan of little girl, but that's just ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah. You don't need that kind of misogyny flying that way. Like, right. So it was just like she was going to catch pure hell. Also, even if she's the, even if she told everybody to vote for a specific candidate, that's not illegal. Yeah. No. Right. right. Obviously. The only th the thing that's going to swing the election is the policies of the Republican Party. But the problem is, is that nobody wants to, in the same way, so when Hillary Clinton was running against Trump, I saw something on Instagram and it said, all right, let me go get up and vote for this girl. Mm. And I was like, that is perfect. That is exactly how I felt. Let me get up and vote for this girl. <laughs> I'm not excited to vote for Biden, but they know that Kamala Harris has no chance. Right. None. Right. So it's like, okay, you have to run Biden against Trump because Kamala Harris has absolutely no chance. But it's, they're the oldest candidates in the history of the world. Yeah. In the history of the, and like in the history of America. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. They're the oldest like, candidates in the history of America. And John said, like on the show on Monday, he was like, the last time there were people this old was them four years yeah, ago. Four years ago. Right? Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. they broke the record, the record of them four years ago. The first time. So yeah. I was like, I was like, damn, that's wild. Yeah. But no, Taylor Swift, anchor, I mean, if all, she, all she did was just increase the sales of pony beads and letter beads and that. Right, and right, elastic right. To make bracelets the bead on. industry is booming yeah. and that is helping Biden's Friendship economy. Game. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> shout out to... When also what I don't understand is like we've given Taylor Swift all this credit for boosting the economy when her and Beyonce had tours simultaneously. Right, right, mm -hmm. right. And people were breaking their neck, literally, not paying rent yeah. to go see both of them. So I'm just like, it's not, I don't think that she's going to, no, she's not going to sway an election. What the problem is that people are so disengaged that not enough people are going to vote. And, when P and what the Republican Party is very good at is getting their constituents out to vote. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Democrats aren't paying enough attention. Also, they don't have enough money. The Republican Party sits on $200 million. The Democratic Party sits on $20 million. Mm. The way Laura Trump was talking, she's like, if I am at the RNC, if like put me there, I'm putting every, she said, quote, every single penny of RNC funds will be go to his election. It's like, wait, you mean in legal fees? I think that's what we're really <laughs> talking here, because that's how so much of his PAC money just went to his legal fees. Well, which is, listen, this is why when white people have the nerve to look at black people or people of color and go, well, how do we, you can't ask us how to do anything. <laughs> Y'all know exactly how this works. I'm very, I'm very exhausted by the white person who doesn't understand how America works, right, right. or the man who doesn't understand while women are still going through. Stop it! Quit playing in my face. Mm. If you're playing with me, at least it'd be a board and dice out. Stop playing with me. <laughs> right. There's no video game console on mm. right now. <laughs> we ain't sitting in the living room eating nachos. So stop playing with me. You understand? Yeah. So I'm just like one. America's not about freedom. America's about money. Yeah. The day that everybody can acknowledge that America is a business, it started as colonialism and colonization was a business. Yeah. The colonies were a business. Yeah. 
So a few people was like, you know what? They be not being real nice to us in England. We might want to go somewhere else. Right. That was a couple folks on a, on a couple boats. The rest of these bastards, the entire Western Hemisphere was a business. Right. That the British and the Spanish took over. Because the fact that Americans do not acknowledge that most of the countries below us speak Spanish is insane. <laughs> right. Or even know what, what country, like I mean, most people don't even know what North America is. If you right, it was like, America. well, like, well, you know, Mexico's in Central America. No, it's not. No. <laughs> you never heard of NATO. That's what you just told me. Right. So, it's, America is a business. Stop looking for freedom and start paying attention to the money. Mm-hmm. All of this has always been about money. America does not care about your freedom. America, all the, the freedom shit is a smokescreen, is a lie. That's what the reason that you were able to get the Civil Rights Act to pass is one, Kennedy was assassinated. Two, the Mont- Montgomery bus boycott took 18 months. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a couple days that they wasn't on the bus. It was 18 months. Yeah. And black women organized cabs and cars to get everybody to work. And what it did was it almost bankrupted the city of Montgomery, Alabama. Mm -hmm. That's why desegregation happened, because of boycotting of businesses. Right. It wasn't because the white people was like, we should probably give these Negroes some rights. Right. No. Mm -hmm. It's time. You realized how we impacted an entire city's economy and multiple cities' economies during the civil rights movement. And they were like, yo, these Negroes messing up our business. Give them some rights or they're going to destroy us. Right. With just the money of it, yeah. it did not. No one felt. No, it's like so. A white man looked at another white man and said, "Let's give these Negroes rights." Right. Had nothing to do. They weren't treated better. Right. You could not just get the bland food you was fighting to eat. So, <laughs> I'm very confused about what we think is happening right now, and I don't know why we're not acting like that. This is what it is. So yeah, if the Republican Party wants to take all this money to back Trump. All they're going to do is bankrupt themselves. Yeah. That's all they're going to do. Trump is just revenge for Obama. That's all he is because that's right. why people foam at the mouth in anger and, uh, and act with Trump the way that they act. It's because he says what needs to be said and we're going to drain the swamp and get those fat cats. I'm like, why are there so many cats in a swamp? You sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I've been, been near swamp cats. cats. They don't want to be near water. Listen, what is this? I, I remember SWAT cats was an interesting cartoon. Yeah. Swamp cats didn't exist. They don't do that. Samurai so, Pizza yeah. Cats, another one. You know what I mean? What an odd... We, the 90s was a great time for pizza. Yeah, <laughs> truly. <laughs> they hate that it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pizza that was just like the the cheese on the top was like one solid liquid, like non-Newtonian substance that just like kind of <laughs> stretched yeah, off. It just fell off the dough. Yeah. I mean, it's really how they made kids read books is what happened. Yeah. A pizza, a personal pan pizza. Right. Just truly just the open-faced grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> With a little bit of tomato sauce. With oh. a little bit of tomato sauce is really yeah. how they got kids to read in the 90s. Yeah. Came through. What is something you think is underrated? Voting in local elections and knowing who your congressman is. That is underrated. Yeah. Because people don't know who they're... People, it's like, I remember when Obama got elected and all these white people were like, well, Obama's going to pass all these laws for black people. And it's like, that's literally not what the president does. <laughs> or I had some... Or a coworker he's like, well, what's Obama doing for black people? I said, just being the president. <laughs> right. Right. But he's Elevated. not just, he's a whole country's president. So it's just like, it's, I don't know what schoolhouse rock we all need to watch or how we all forgot, but it's just like, the reason that you could overturn Roe v. Wade is because of a president who got elected and all of this other stuff. So it's just like, but it was a long going plan. Long road. Yeah. Right. So what I truly need the Democratic Party to do is crime. Right. <laughs> crime. Do crime. Because here's the thing. The Republican Party represents a small, remember, represents a very specific group of people that has a lot of money or doesn't have a lot of money, but they know who they are and what they want. The mm. Democratic Party has to cover everybody else. Right. Right. And so the Republicans openly do crime. We'll still and look you in the face and go do something about it. Yeah, right. right. The right. Because they have the audacity of white men. <laughs> there are enough white people running the Democratic Party to also have the audacity of white men. 
If you're a white man who is front facing in this party, do crime. Yeah, right. It's like, you it's are time. not it's time. helping. It's time. You're <laughs> it's not time. helping me by not doing crime. You're yeah, not. This is the time. This is the yeah. time to do crime. Yeah. They're trying to steal him. He literally planned treason and those people left. Right. If there would have been people of color, they'd all be dead. And they're right. trapped in the Capitol, dead. Right. So you've already seen how far I could actually go. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna vote because I don't wanna, you know, and Biden this and Biden that. I was like, this man, people committed treason for this man. Yeah. And you're gonna go, well, well, I think Biden's old. Then Kamala Harris becomes president if he meets Jesus. But <laughs> you already have seen what Trump will do. Yeah. What his what his followers, not his constituent, his followers yeah, will yeah, do. Yeah. Yeah, so what's, it's be, what's underrated is not is Democrats, Democrat anyone who's not a Republican not participating in the elections for their local and federal Congress people. Yeah, yeah. Because if you want to know why this why your neighborhood's getting redlined, it's because you didn't go vote. Right. It's because city council people or it's you know city alder council people. people. It's because yeah. why these books take being taken out of school councils. Like it's like. The school board is a voted thing. A sheriff is a voted thing. There's so many things you vote for and people are, they're blinded by the fact that like they, the president is the least important person you need to be worried about. Right. Yeah. You need to be learning about who is your congressman, who is running your school board. That's what you need to be worried about. I don't even know what the hell an alderman does, but I'm sure it's important. I don't know what a <laughs> comptroller is, but you gotta get... It's like people like voting is not important. I said, if it wasn't important, it wouldn't work so hard for me to get people to not do it. No one yeah. tries to stop you from doing something. Ain't nobody out here trying to stop people from roller skating. <laughs> right, right. Except for like old people who are like, it's dangerous. Because it is dangerous. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, with the voting thing, too, I think a lot of people put so like culturally, we put so much emphasis on the presidential race. And it's like, that's not the thing that changes everything. That's like, no, he literally he, he doesn't write laws. He doesn't pass laws. All he can do is veto a law. Yeah. And give people pardons. That's yeah. the main, like his power, the scope of the power of the president doesn't affect people's lives on a regular basis. But your congressional representative on the state and federal level, that impacts you directly. And they're mm -hmm. standing, they're sitting in an office going, oh, well, I represent the people, but you don't represent me. Right. And I don't like who you are, so you can't be in the seat anymore. But now people are convinced, well, oh, the voting is rigged and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. There is a, there's the electoral college, but not every vote has an electoral college. They set that up for the president and that's why people think it's so important. Right. But if you're voting for a congressman, that's a direct democracy. You vote for that person directly. That's pure popular vote. Right. So, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I'm curious because, you know, you just referenced John Stewart coming back to the Daily Show and like a bunch of liberals fucking lost it over yeah. like and i'm like come the fuck on like when people they say like just don't fucking mention anything bad about joe biden are you trying to make trump win it's like excuse you like keith olbermann was like this is both sides i'm like yeah because both sides are old as shit so right. i don't like what are, what are we saying here well also the show has always talked about both yeah sides. yeah no truly but it's interesting to see like the 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 franticness, because I get it, the the threat of another Trump administration, that's not lost on me, like how dangerous that is. And if you're trying to do things differently and you're saying, like, I want to choose the the landscape in which I'm trying to do activism or whatever, it's like right. you're it's going to be more friendly if Biden is president than if Donald Trump is president. That's just that's just true. Right. But I think like this idea that we can't expect or say out loud that we want better or there can be better and treating that as like a hostile act of violence i think is just so it's so counterproductive and it like it and it, it ends up putting off like a lot of younger voters too who like you need for campaigns so it's just a very i know we're in a very odd situation in terms of like talking about been odd, i remember when the tea party came out and the whole republican party split and it was just like okay these ones are crazy right and these ones are less crazy so it was just like the Republican Party has been through a lot right. in the past 20 something, in the past 20, 25 years. Yeah. So, but everything has become, it was interesting because the internet was supposed to give us more information and what all it does is just, it's giving information to support people's side. Yeah. But at the yeah. end of the day, 
it's you can't say that you're a Christian country and then not do things that help people. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You can't say yeah, you're yeah. a Christian country and then want to deny people health care. Yeah. Or it's yeah. like, well, you know, you can't say that you don't believe in socialism, but then have public schools, police, a post office. Right. <laughs> right. And corporate welfare. And corporate welfare. So it's yeah. just like, you'll bail. And so it's like literally the post office. But also remember when Trump tried to get rid of the post office? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that was of, good. The post office was running votes. really well when he put his guy in there. And Well, what yeah. was nuts is like they, he tried to shut down the post office and some little body literally said to him, hey. We have a lot of rural voters who are Republican. And if we mm-hmm. get rid of the post office, we won't have those votes. Right. And he left the post office alone. Remember he was going for the post office? Yeah. And he was like, they're this. And he was like, and then he just stopped coming for the post office. Right. Yeah. Because somebody was like, hey, quick, just just a quick thing. Just, <laughs> don't have to listen votes. to me. Just saying. Right. That those votes that you're trying not to count. Also from us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Okay. Well, shit. Y'all should have yeah. told me. Ever. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I already forgot I said that anyway. So let's move on to the next thing. I mean, truly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of the most hopeful things I've seen in politics and in recent history was uh, you, you had mentioned Comptroller, but the 2022 election for Controller of Los Angeles, uh, Kenneth Mejia, a 32 year old accountant who just like started putting up billboards showing what the LAPD's budget actually looked like. Compared to everything else in the city. Compared to everything else in the city. It was a bar graph. It was it was wild and everyone was like, oh my God, (laughs) this is the thing that everybody's freaking out and saying that is getting defunded. And he got elected like against, you know, what what people were expecting to happen. He got elected just by basically, you know, in a very smart way, explaining this is what I do as a controller. You probably don't know that, but <laughs> here's right. what a controller does. Here's something wild that you probably haven't noticed, but me as a controller noticed. And He's like, yeah, you see that super long bar that goes almost the length of the billboard? That's the police budget. The thing that are a third and a half are things like social services and, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, programs just, for affordable housing. Man, the only thing, I know, only controller I know is uh, a Drake, Drake song. That's yeah. really... <laughs> It's really interesting. Also, listen, we just have to take a second to go like this year has been, I mean, I literally start a list. Like for those of you keeping score at home Mm -hmm. in 2024, let's get into it. I mean, this year has been absolutely outrageous. As in, first of all, for those of you keeping score at home, Cat Williams Club Shay Shay interview. (laughs) (laughs) Megan versus Nikki. Yeah. Yeah. Jay-Z telling the truth at the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Drake video leak. <laughs> helicopter. Helicopter footage. Helicopter footage. <laughs> Monique's Club Shay Shay interview. Yeah. New Jonathan Majors allegations. Oh, new Jonathan Majors allegations? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, uh, and then Beyonce coming out with a, a Beyonce dropping, Beyonce teasing. Yeah. A country album. A country album. During Usher's concert. Like yeah. it's um Beyonce teasing album during Usher concert. And white people playing sports. Also, I don't <laughs> know if you noticed this, and I know I'm probably getting us off track, but I did notice that when so majority of football players on a football team are black men, right? Mm-hmm. But when you, but then when the Super Bowl is won, there was no black men standing up there. And then when they finally got to a black man, talked for maybe 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. So, and then Travis Kelsey, who, if you needed any more proof that he only dated black women, um, <laughs> I was like, why are they letting him talk? because like here's the thing that people don't realize because like i don't know where he's from but he sounds like he's from the midwest or the south to me because people don't realize at a certain point where you get rural enough white people and black people sound exactly the same right he's from westlake ohio so that's what he sounds like to me like this is very like everybody talks the same Mm -hmm. because as more as as much as there was a twang it was also like 
I also thought Ric Flair was going to come out at any moment <laughs> because he sounded like Dusty Rhodes. Right, so right. it's just like, is Arn Anderson here? What is going on? Right, is, right. is Kelsey going to, who's hitting him with the chair? Where is Kevin Nash? Like, this is what he <laughs> sounded like to me. So I was like, I've never thought that anyone think any relationship was a plant or a ploy or a plot. But his little relationship with, T- with Taylor Swift, I don't believe it. Oh, no. And so we, I was in Kansas City the other week doing shows, like the beginning of the month. And they were like, oh, Travis and and uh, Taylor, I bought a house. And I was just like, first of all, why do you know that? Second of all, why don't I know that? <laughs> right. But it's it's very interesting. Also, I do acknowledge, I like he acknowledged the fact that he does wear a fade and it's not a haircut that he created. Right. Mm. Yeah, he had to clarify that. Because he was like, I think somebody told me, he said, literally, don't do this to me during Black History Month. Yeah, like, he said, don't, don't throw me to the wolves. He said, How right. you gonna do, don't throw me to the wolves and do that to me in the beginning of Black History Month. Like, I came up with the fate. No. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Honestly, sir. Yeah. We'll give you that. We'll give you that. But I've seen in the X so that I was stealing Taylor Swift. And I'm just like, also, I saw that body he got. <laughs> That's a whole man body. <laughs> that's a whole man body right <laughs> he gonna he, he must sleep with Taylor Swift in, in pieces like I don't, I don't <laughs> right. that's a whole man that's a whole midwestern oak tree yeah midwestern she has a oak. California body she ain't that ain't midwest body she don't what is she <laughs> right 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 yeah yeah different there, kind of, I, yeah. I, was, I looked up I was like how is this even <laughs> yeah <laughs> Is there any diagrams hands. available? Do we? I mean, uh, listen, because he he can't give. I, he can't be missionary because then she dies. Like I'm just, physics like, of I, it all. Yeah, I, she's gone. She's gone. If he's on I mean, top, she disappears. Like I right. can't. He has great body control. You know, like as a he, NFL player, like his I ability get to get his foot down, drag it along the. You know, I feel I like I feel like you, he'd be able to pull things off. Listen, listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. She ain't got enough body to push back against that body. If he, if his arms ain't up, she's gone. She's gone. She's, she's in gone. the mattress. She's a cartoon. She is a cutout in this bed. She's the Kool Aid man. Right, right. She don't right. have the body to push back against his body. If he right. lays completely on her, her breath is gone. Right. They got to get a, a bike reverse Kool Aid man, where it's just a hole in the wall and him sitting there saying, "Oh no." Uh, yes. After she went right, through. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She is smushed like a Looney Tune. There is no way. <laughs> there is absolutely no way. He's never been on top. She dies. Uh, yeah. And I have no ill will towards the young lady, but when I saw him with the muscles and that little bit of little pooch, little ponytail, mm. that's a that's a whole man, ma'am. <laughs> Two hundred fifty pounds. You don't know, apparently. and that's a lie. Yeah. So no, they say that to be cute. That ain't two fifty. Pro- promise you that. <laughs> Promise you that. I know a whole man when I see one. No. What do you think? That's 260, 270? Listen, I won't speculate, but I'm yeah. not mad at the package. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want him to talk to me, but. <laughs> right. Because when he opened his mouth, all I heard was lemon pepper wings, but. <laughs> and You're talking about dish. a man with one of the most popular podcasts in America. So yeah. <laughs> he's, he's our hero. We, Miles and I just <laughs> listen to him talk and try and, you know, figure out. I will how- not. <laughs> what's his secret you know what's his secret with what is charisma? It, it's not enunciation i'll tell you that <laughs> yeah when he's saying viva las vegas i was like are we okay like, this man's what? an uncle what are they talking about <laughs> it's like when you see a 40 year old man with a 25 year old girl what are you talking about right right <laughs> although they were both born in 89 so but his energy i feel i feel you Right? That's the name of her, that album? 1989? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's a birth year. Let's, uh, yeah. let's take a quick break, and, and we'll come back and uh, finish off with a news story. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do find this missing girlfriend and tell her story with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one like my producer Anna oh my god my friend Dr. Mindy Shapiro hi it's Dr. Shapiro and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner and of course Gail's sister Elaine Katz having no closure it kills you join us as we try to solve a 35 year old cold case it's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. We're back. And we might as well stay in the great state of Ohio. Yeah. From whence Travis Kelsey came. And, you know, they're, they're serious about their football there. They have the Football yeah. Hall of Fame. There's a mega church in Ohio that was, like, on, on first pass, you're like, oh, they're just doing, like, a little marketing thing, like the Bud Bowl or the Puppy Bowl, or you know, like counter-programming right. that's just trying to draft off of the popularity of the Super Bowl. So this mega church in Ohio... Did the Super Bowl Sunday of preaching? Yeah, we love I that. Love I mean, how many passes got up? Oh man, uh, there's at least on the on the flyer. Like, there's yeah. at least five people. This is the flyer right here, just to give you an idea of how the whole thing was being. Branded. Oh, this it's one like those a crossroads of, churches. Okay, so this is the white mega church. Yeah, yeah, they are, and they are screaming in these promotional materials. So boring. And yeah, right? a lot of people are like, "What the fuck?" Okay, the. The, the vibe kind of has like a fucked up WWE yeah. event, but here yeah. this is the this image. Is, so for the listeners, the image has three people like ha just screaming, mouths wide open, screaming at the camera. One person looking at the camera like, I'm going to fuck you up. Like, yeah, I'm like going to straight up fuck you up. Like the, the guy who looks the most like a pastor, he's like you know, 65-year-old old guy who's better not be looking at no porno! <laughs> <laughs> and then some guy dresses like a referee. I guess it's just like, I understand, but also it's just like, football's supposed to be like America's game, and I'm like, yeah. I think we all, like, that's why I don't understand why a church would have, like, counter-programming to the Super Bowl, because I yeah. thought we were all like, God loves Super Bowl. God well, loves football. This is where they this is the genius part because they found a way to create like an event over like a Bible quote here. This is just some this is them talking about one of the events they're doing in this Super Bowl of preaching. 
In each quarter, preachers will be given a random phrase that they must effectively work into their message. And my understanding is these are completely random. They have never seen them before. Seriously. Oh, it's like improbable. Hey, folks, time to meet our players. Let's head down to the field oh for today's God. starting line. And they have people like sitting at, at desks desk. like they're, yeah. This is a church. This looks like WWE. Undertaker just came out. It's wrestling. All right, so this one dude came out. Then we got another couple coming out. The red team, I guess the people What's in Chiefs. What's Pastrix, first of huh? all? Yeah. It says Ohio Message Church Pastrix. Yeah. Ali Patterson. Is that a typo? Are we thinking that's a typo? I think that may be like a pun on like being like a female pastor or something. I don't know if it's a pun. Or, yeah, is that there? Is that just the term? Like actress, Pastrix? Pastrix? That's not, that's, that's not necessary. You can no. just be. You could be a, pa- a pastor. Like, right. Pastor, because like I've never heard this term in my life. Yeah. Um, unless that woman is making it necessary for people to know. Like the term comedian, I don't like that term. Right, right, right. Comedian. Right. Like I said, first Softer. of all, I don't even speak French. Right. <laughs> so they're kicking I <sighs> Well, hold on. We, don't say we haven't even gotten to this for so, so, so they yeah, let's, just, but let's just for the out. listeners at home. So it does say like Pastrix is about to do something wild in the in the Twitter description, and then these people are running onto stage with, like the steam, like when a, when an NFL team enters and there's like fog like, shooting, like jetting up into oh, the yeah, air, yeah. like it's letting off like steam that would just like boil the flesh off a bone, like that. Right. That's kind of the vibe it's giving. Oh, you know what? It's a term used by some Christians who refuse to recognize female pastors. <laughs> but it's also a term that looks like it's from medieval Latin. Yeah. Apparently, it's been around for a long time. Yeah. A synonym of pastoress. Oh, pastoress. Thank you. Listen, very much. we've never done this. For, like, it's like, it was actor and actress, but then there's not like director, directress, writer, writress. Right. Like, there's yeah. not dentress. Well, there should be. That's <laughs> right. what I'm saying. I want to know coming in if I'm seeing a doctor or a doctress. You know, <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to be surprised. But all this is, so they've, so they've kicked the Bible. Well, see, this is where we go. They get to the, now they do a coin toss for what they say is the kickoff. And this is what's really got people's attention. Cause like, wait, what the fuck is going on? When it lands, call it in the air. Heads or tails, tails. do a coin toss. What I'll be kicking. Oh. It, uh. She just punched him in the chest. Yeah, let's just go with tails. Would you like to kick or receive the Bible? I will receive. You're like, okay, you will receive. to receive the Bible. Okay, so one guy's Patterson holding a Bible. Kick. Holding it like it's no. a fucking field goal. Why is no. she about to kick it? What oh the my f- goodness! Into the crowd. Is that a touchback? <laughs> Fucking belted the Bible into the crowd. I was like, hold on. Now, I haven't been to church in a minute, but from what I do remember, I'm pretty sure you can't be curb stomping the word of God uh, mm. as part of like. Last you- I checked, I don't think you're supposed to be kicking a Bible through yeah. the church. Honestly, <laughs> this, this makes less sense. Did I remember the old school? white Pentecostal snake handling. Right. This that makes more sense than this. <laughs> right, 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 right. Because they were holding the snakes being like even this animal that took down Eve, it brought Eve um Adam and Eve out of the Garden of Eden that, you know, is the symbol of evil. The Lord will protect me even if this bites me. Even this venomous snake, the Lord will protect me. You're testing God. Right. But it makes more sense. Yeah. Than what we just watched. <laughs> that yeah. snake charming the... makes right. more sense. Yeah. Than you kicking the word of God into an audience. Right. Also, before she kicked it during the coin toss, mm-hmm. she punched him in his chest. Yeah. She's yeah. like, "What's like, up, homie?" <laughs> bro, you know what? She's Honestly, if this is the life of a Pastrix, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Punch <laughs> a dude, kick the shit out the Bible. Life of a Pastrix. Yeah. Uh, I also, <laughs> uh, he called the coin toss tails, which is what I'm going to be kicking. Yeah. Wow. Which was That's just really him. sweaty. And like he had written it. This, it feels like the whole thing feels like a misguided, like hu- high school, like comedy sketch. Like what, did yeah. you ever like have a class where the teacher was like, or you could make a video and then like the least funny kids in your class, like made a comedy video. 
Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank yeah. God I was in gifted classes and they didn't make us do all that busy work. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's like it's just interesting because with all the hate filled rhetoric that comes out of like churches nowadays, it makes sense that they should be like, Yeah, watch this. I'm gonna kick the shit out of you. I don't give a fuck about <laughs> what this thing yeah. says. It's about what Honestly, I want. Honestly, listen, if we're getting to this, it's I mean, you're truly it's like you're dealing with a population that needs more they can't just sit in church and just listen to the word of God. Like there has to be like a thing. Right. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if there was a different way to handle all of that. For instance, <laughs> you didn't have to kick a Bible. You no. could have kicked a football. football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With like John something written, at, you know, what, what a Bible verse like yeah, written right. on the side of it. Or Philippians 3.14. Or 14, just a boom. football. Like you could have yeah. just gotten yeah, a football. Yeah, or just a football. Yeah. Because this is the thing. There was no point in the kicking of whatever got kicked. So it's like, okay, there's a coin toss. And then now... Here's a Bible, run with it or whatever. But it's just like, okay, who's the whole point was to go, who's going first? Right, right. What did you, ha- are you kicking or receiving the Bible? First of all, he didn't even catch it. So it's just like, does he truly care about God's word? Because he didn't even catch the Bible. <laughs> so like, you're doing, I He was scared. Can't. He was he like, Because the Bible got kicked at him. Of course he's scared. <laughs> Books don't fly at people. Balls do. Right, right. <laughs> Girl, I can't. Uh, I'm a yeah. cop. Listen, I love just we're getting goofy and they yeah. all vote Repu- It's like Republicans don't love God. Like they don't. Like <laughs> no, they love no, themselves. It's, it's intellectual this, cover for This is the know. work of white Jesus because yeah. the hair like wool, feet like bronze, Middle Eastern Jewish Jesus that I pray to daily would have allowed this. Also, I think he plays soccer. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he would have really I was gonna say he'd throw a flag on this one, but you're right. It would have been a card. He yeah. would have uh that's a, yeah, that's a red card. card. Least, Damnation. Red card. Straight down. Yeah. I mean, this is a violation. Truly. Yeah. Uh, truly and yeah. all sides. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dulce Sloan, uh, what a pleasure having you back mm-hmm. on the Daily Zeitgeist. Thank you Thank so much you. for joining us. Where can people find you, follow you, catch you, all that good stuff? Um, well, when I'm not being kicked through a church, you can find <laughs> me at DulceSloan.com. And also uh, at Dulce Sloan on Al Gore's internet. <laughs> I've got a link tree. I've got events coming up. So yeah, find me. I'm going to be in Chicago. I'm going to be in San Diego. I got book signings coming up in Chicago. So come through and find my book. Got to keep my book, mom out of Amazon. Book signing plus stand-up show. So Book signing plus stand-up shows in Chicago, March 1st to the 3rd. There's a book signing on the 3rd. I'm going to be in San Diego the 22nd, the 23rd and the 24th at Mike Drop Comedy Club, brand new club in San Diego. So come see the kid because, listen, somebody's going to pay my mortgage. There you go. <laughs> Help out. Get in on the movement. Get in on the movement. Is there a work of media that you've been enjoying? The Gilded Age because George Russell is the best husband that's ever been written in television history. <laughs> I haven't I seen all of season it. two yet. Is he... Is he... He's getting about it, about it now this season. Let me tell you something. The fact that he bankrupted a man just because he was treating his wife bad. Yeah. Look at God. <laughs> Look at God. If my husband ain't willing to take down somebody's whole life, right. I don't want him. <laughs> <laughs> Your husband won't be a robber baron for you. I don't want him. <laughs> right. If he won't put down a railroad strike violently, you know, just to kind of make have some more time for the family. No. But also, not violently. Oh, yeah. Okay. See? Yeah, See? that's true. That's true. A husband okay. out here valuing lives, but yeah. still will destroy you economically because yeah, you exactly. came for him. He only came for you because you came for him and his wife. Yeah. There Proletariat? More like broke-letariat. Out my face. Boo! <laughs> you sound poor. <laughs> Miles, where can people find you? Is there a working media? You yeah, there. at Miles of Gray, where they have all the app-based stuff, all those app-based platforms. Find uh, Jack and I on our basketball podcast, Miles and Jack got mad boosties. And also find me on my 90 Day Fiance podcast, 420 Day Fiance, where we recap the show, but really high. Uh, tweet I like is from at the Dark Prowler. It says, this is how it feels to smoke weed and go to the store. And it's a picture of the actor playing Jar Jar Binks during the filming of The Phantom Menace. <laughs> it's like, yeah, sometimes it just does feel like that. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien, a work of media I've been enjoying. Fiona Small tweeted a picture of Mark Wahlberg on the Today Show. Uh, Mark Wahlberg's 40-day challenge. He's got the... 
Ash Wednesday going on his forehead and says, best of luck to those starting the Mark Wahlberg 40-day challenge tomorrow. And then the Ben Keeps the Flores retweeted that and said, if Mark Wahlberg had been at Golgotha, I'll tell you one thing, that crucifixion wouldn't have gone down. (laughs) I'm just saying, bro. Just saying, bro. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. It wouldn't wouldn't have gone down that way. Maybe Barabbas, bro. I would have let that happen, but not Jesus. (laughs) I would have uh, fucked Pontius Pilate. You think you probably would have said he would have fucked Pontius Pilate up? Yeah. Oh, probably. hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, oh, no. where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Uh, Miles. Is there a song that you think people might enjoy? I think, yeah, this is just a nice, nice track uh, from a DC artist by the name of Jalen and Gonda. Uh, and this guy has like the one of the most authentic Motown sounding voices and vibes I've heard recently. And it's really dope. Uh, he kind of sounds like Smokey, like young Smokey Robinson. Uh, this track is called If You Don't Want My Love. And it's just like, you know, it kind of, you know how like Motown, that early Motown is kind of you're like, yeah, <laughs> that's what this track does. So if you don't want my love, you know, shout out to Singles Day. If you don't want my love, then, you yeah. know, bring then awareness I'm going to go singles. be recognized. Yeah. So Jalen and By Uganda. the awareness of people on Singles Awareness Day. Exactly. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for us this morning back this afternoon to tell you what is trending and we will talk to you all then bye bye hey girlfriends it's me carol fisher back with another season of the global number one podcast the girlfriends last time we investigated the murder of gail katz this time we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.